Hi, everyone. Welcome to Run With Ally Live. It is September 8th. My gosh, it is. <laughs> we're out of the summer. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. All right. Well, I was talking to you, Bojana. Bojana. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, my <laughs> I can tell like, you. <laughs> wow. I am like, so I like kind of intentionally did that because my boyfriend's name is Juan, like obviously Jay Silent. So like, I wanted to uh -huh. see if you would react to that. <laughs> no, no, you're close. Boyana. So the J sounds like a Y. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, anyways, I just can't believe it's like over the, you know, summer's over. It's like early it, fall. I honestly couldn't believe it's the first like cool day in Chicago right now. And it's been like super cool these past few days. And it feels so weird to be pulling out the sweaters and the sweatpants. But wow. I guess it's here. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Uh, but before we dive into you, everyone who is returning, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for joining us here. For everyone new, welcome. You better subscribe right now. And we have a special guest, uh, Bayana, because the J is silent. Um, she's a fit pro, a wellness professional, and she's going to tell us a little bit about herself and her unconventional overlap within the running community, because you do have a different you know, kind of angle. And I like that. Um, so thank you for joining today. Thank you for having me. I love that intro. Fit Pro sounds very bougie. Um, I don't know that that's, that's where I'm at, but <laughs> I appreciate you know, what do you, what is the definition to be honest of that? Like really, cause like to me, if someone runs or works out and they like are very seasoned at it, they could be a fit pro. I agree. Totally. I, yeah. It's kind of like, um, you're a runner. If you run, there's no like mile time you got to hit, there's no race you have to run, you know? Um, but yeah, so like you'd mentioned, I kind of have a little bit of an unconventional overlap with running. Um, I write for a health and wellness website called livestrong.com. Um, and I love that website. Thank you. I'm so glad. Um, and for people who haven't checked it out, go for it. Um, we cover everything from like uh, health and fitness to nutrition, um, healthy weight loss, all of that, um, good stuff. So yeah, I used to run a lot, especially in college. Um, I basically was a long distance runner in college and then I kind of kept up with it even after. Um, and then since then I use it more, um, I guess within my training rather than as my main sport. I feel like I was riddled with injuries a lot, uh, when I was doing just running. And then I kind of got more into strength training after college and I really fell in love with it. And now I use it to, um, kind of educate my running too. That's very cool. Um, that's just like a lot in there. I really didn't, that's very interesting. You know, it's very uncommon. I feel like I've come across any coaches that are just very open besides like a select few that um about strength training and how important it actually is because some mm -hmm. don't think it's necessary because mm -hmm. they just assume okay you take us and we move like like the kenyans do but in all due respect like america the, we're sitting all day so like we, we yeah have asymmetries and it's just like you know like totally I feel like they just don't see that <laughs> Totally. But, and I think, yeah. and I think that's a really, I think that puts us at a disadvantaged place in my opinion, because I don't know many runners that aren't kind of in and out of injuries all the time, you know, cause I think that run strength training isn't a big part of their, um, regimen in general. Um, again, 
to to speak to running training. I mean, obviously you're a little bit more experienced in that, but um, I know that you have to train sport specific often, but I still think that that crossover with uh, cross training is really important to just keep your muscles healthy and strong. Yeah. You know, by the way, I don't know anything more than you or better than you, but like, um, you know, I like that you said, like, you realize that like, and it's, it's good to realize what you just said and be open to cross training. Cause sometimes including myself, this is how I got injured. I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm like, I'm a marathon runner. Like I don't have to do anything else, but little did I know how like important strength training like is, or, you know, um, totally. it, having an injury is just not fun. No, no. And I think, um, especially when I was running in terms of like, and sorry, in terms of specificity for like a sport, like running, of -hmm. course you need to run like the most, but like, um, in all, like in all seriousness for someone in like the four hour three thirty range, um, Mm -hmm. I think they could get away with like an even amount of cross training and mileage because Mm -hmm. I mean, people have, but I feel like getting past that it's like you try to level up is <laughs> like a yeah good way to put it. yeah yeah totally I agree yeah I think um especially to take you really beyond just an average everyday runner or weekend warrior you do need to have a well-balanced training plan um and that comes yeah. with both exercise and nutrition too I think that's another really big one um For sure you know especially after Mary Kane's video and like whole thing that what happened earlier this year like that really just goes to show how important that is in that community yeah I mean I like it was hard for me to open up about this um Mm -hmm. but I was someone that was body dysmorphic and like this was like kind of in the peak of when I was running and it was dangerous and like when you're running for performance it is a different ball game like you know oh my gosh so nutrition is so important I have like my nutrition to like coaching degree but it's not like a dietitian however mm-hmm. that's something I feel like the market it like lacks like no female dietitian for endurance women mm-hmm. like I I completely agree um you know and I think that that's something that's so important because Again, um, a lot of the research that's done around athletics is done with male athletes, you exactly. know, so yep. we don't really know how certain distances, certain training volume um, mixed with X, Y, and Z nutrition, how that impacts our hormone levels and how, you know what I mean? It could be totally at a disadvantage to us the way that we are doing things now. We just don't Except know. It's not. I just like nerded out. Actually, mm-hmm. I've been nerding out like on, I'm such a nerd. And like I saw uh, across no, a lot same. of research that like talked about the benefits of like a female like trying to go for a more aggressive marathon goal in like their 30s, like because mm-hmm. of the way your body changes. And also like if you have kids, apparently like you've got to like make room for that. So you're more mobile everywhere. Like it makes mm-hmm. sense. Like, and when crazy. I see some of the best, like even just attending a random marathon some of the best female runners are older and I always used to joke with my friends um like I'm gonna be that good when I'm running a marathon (laughs) because it's time to get away from your kids (laughs) 
That's like hilarious. two hours away from your kids every day. Oh my god, that might be like why they all run so fast because I don't have kids yet. <laughs> like, I was gonna say like, it's definitely oh gonna my help. Gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> They're like, oh my god, I don't have to deal with the kids right now. Like, yeah, I'm like running my heart out. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, but also apparently, like on the nutrition side, I don't know if you know this, women hold more glycogen like for a longer period oh, of time. I didn't know that. Okay. So I that's definitely fun. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and I would say too, that's, and I'm like not a huge fan and teach their own, but I'm not a huge fan of like low carb diets. I don't think that they work very mm-hmm. well for women. So Same. that even just goes to show that perhaps we're not built to have one because we have larger glycogen stores. That so. was good. If honestly, if you were to try to sell like a like <laughs> some type of plan, that would be your line. Here's that would be your call to action. <laughs> no, I'm so serious. Like that is such a good point. Like for real. Like that is yes. Like we an endurance athlete period needs carbs. Mm-hmm. Totally. Like, oh my gosh. Like I think few people don't need carbs. Like they don't. Like, and some people train their bodies to use fat as fuel, like Phil Maffetone, like he's a brilliant man. Mm-hmm. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Um, and that he, his method is about teaching how you to use fiber fuel and effectively and efficiently like heart rate train. But, um, mm-hmm. just, I find it also very interesting. The complications that come with where you live, physiological factors, like everything just, it's a lot of training. Like it's, yeah. you know, like yeah, different totally. things too. And I think, I think that we're so quick to take on a new diet or take on a new like style of eating because we see other people do it. So we assume that it's what's best for us when really it just comes with like trial and error. You learn what you, what your body reacts well to and what it doesn't. And there's no like quick and easy way to go about it. You know, you just have to try a bunch of things and see what works well and what doesn't. Um, are you like like a huge proponent of like, say you were coaching someone. Cause mm-hmm. I honestly like, you know, you might as well. Um, <laughs> like, do you, like, do you think it's like, like for, for your coach to be able to say what you just said, like, do you think that's mm-hmm. important to like explain from experience rather than like, just like book smart and knowledge? Oh, books? absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that some of the best coaches I've had um, both in, in running, but also some other competing that I've done um, they knew what they knew because of their experience with other people. And so especially like I like coaches that work with a lot of women, um, whether they're women or not. Um, I like coaches that have worked with women because I think that that um, they kind of come into you a little bit more on the mental side too. Like they'll, they're there for you in that respect, which to me is really important with athletics. Um, not to say that guys don't need like an emotional support system within, within a coach either. But I think that, um, Women especially with like, certain, we're like crazy. A like, little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that's my favorite yeah. quality about myself, but it's definitely true. It's like, <laughs> like yeah, we're like, crazy. Yes. It's a, it's just different. It's just different. Different. Like, yeah. I think that we uh, guys are really good at taking things as they are. And I think mm-hmm. that we tend to overthink things and both have their advantages and disadvantages. Um, and of course this rule doesn't apply to everyone, but I just kind of think that 
sometimes it's nice to have a coach that you can text at midnight and be like, I'm really, really nervous about this, or I don't think I'm going to hit my goal or whatever it is. And they're just like, no, you're fine. Like can really kind of help calm you down. I think that's important. Oh my gosh. Like this, that is like, that is, I do that for my clients. And like, Mm -hmm. I, you know, other people think I'm nuts. Like they're like, are Mm -hmm. you kidding? You're, you're picking up the phone for this. So I was like, (laughs) I I, like know their lives. So I'm like, no, I have to, like, you don't understand. It's like so funny, but like, that's what, to me, a huge part of what makes coaching fun. It is like to just Mm -hmm. treat each other like real people, everyone. Like, and I think like, that probably sets you apart as a coach too. I think that sets you apart from the norm, from someone who's just going to send you a training plan online. You do your check-in once a week and call it a day. Like you're someone who's actually invested in the lives of your runners and of your clients. And that's, I think, a big deal. Wow. Thank you. You're I welcome. think so. Yeah. I'm like, I, I try. I'm not a doctor, but like I try. Yeah. Um, that's what matters, you know? um so wait I want to ask you one of these questions because I didn't have you you know just answer these because just because (laughs) um um, so you're writing so let's touch upon that so what's your favorite fitness topic that you've written I know that's probably really a tough question but try at least yeah (laughs) um it is definitely a tough question and I would say that one of my favorite topics to write about is mobility training, which kind of like I mentioned um, earlier, it's not a very sexy topic. It's not like the best um, rear delt exercise. It's going to give you cap shoulders and, you know, all that fun Wait, stuff. Actually, like for my, for the people that I train, it is. It's like uh-huh. very sexy. Like, it, yeah. yes, like everybody wants it. Everyone wants a tutorial. Everyone wants, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that mobility training is something that's kind of still, I don't want to say it's totally untapped in the fitness industry because there's a lot of good information about it out there, but I don't think it's like, has been as popularized as other topics. It hasn't because people think flexibility is the same thing, but it's not. It's not, <laughs> totally not. Like, um, you know what? I, I think that there should be like something where that is addressed and like tacked onto that. There's like a foam rolling class. That's, that's a great combo. People don't know how to foam roll. Like at least a lot of people I like, I'm telling you. Well, I even just think about myself before I started getting into fitness and exercise. And this was honestly back when I was just running, like Mm -hmm. I would just hop on the mats with a foam roller and kind of like mess around for half an hour and then call it a day, not even half an hour, like 10 minutes. And Mm -hmm. then call it a day. Like, you know. So I definitely think mobility is something that I like writing about also because um, I think that it's a lot, it's a topic that a lot of, that applies to a lot of our readers, a lot of our readers on Livestrong, not that they're necessarily older, but um, they're kind of at a place where they're either, they're just looking to take better care of their body. And I think that it's so important when it comes to just moving more comfortably, sitting more comfortably, like going for a walk. Fitness, girl. Functional fitness. Yeah, totally. I think it's so important. Um, and I don't think it gets enough credit. Um, and Wait, then says go who? Ahead. Say again. Says who? I would say I feel like a lot of um, media around fitness is very heavy in strength training, which rightfully so. But I think that it still needs a little bit more emphasis on mobility like when it comes to a lot of the articles that I see popping up like whether it's on Instagram or like my 
feed on Facebook or whatever, it's rarely stuff about like mobility and that kind of, um, I guess, mm -hmm. training. Yeah. Um, I've been, I don't, you probably haven't been watching, but I've been taping injury prevention, um, like short clips and tutorials uh -huh. like, more on like ways you could prevent, like yesterday I did runner's knee, like how you could kind of like self-diagnose it and to save you like thousands of dollars without getting gait analysis, how to kind totally. of use that to see your foot, to avoid the shoe, like getting shoes at the store, like order right. them. Mm -hmm. So and yeah, that's so important, especially for running like and that's, I think, a little known thing when it comes like a gait analysis is really freaking important. And I think that a lot yes. of people don't know about it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't until like, oh, really? I was approached full, full disclosure. Yeah. Like I was uh -huh. like, what is this? I was like, this is brilliant. And then, like I had so yeah. much fixing to do. I had to fix my entire gait, my entire uh -huh. gait. Like it was so hard to unlearn and relearn like the I right know. way, which I never did apparently, but like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, we're which is now, a whole, hopefully. whole other bag <laughs> of, I totally feel that. Mm -hmm. Mechanics are number one form is number one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm, and I think like, whether it's running yeah. or, or strength training, any kind of exercise you're doing, like, it just you know, like makes sense. If you think if you, mo if you can mobilize your joints and move them well, like literally through their proper range of motion, I know you know this, like mm -hmm. you will run better. Yeah. Like it just and makes sense, you know? 100%. To me it does. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. I think and also I think that there's just so much emphasis um on just like hitting your workout really, really hard and you know, or whether it's your run or your workout, whatever it is, um, and what you know, form be damned kind of thing. But that's really when, just not the way to go. Well, I think it should be now a requirement. You're making me think of every like class, especially hit, like where oh, you're God. Like, doing that. <laughs> I yeah. teach that. So that's what I think. That's you, what I think you would about love too. my class. Uh -huh. Um, to have mobility before that, like right yeah. before, because mobility before stability anyway, or whatever else you do, like makes mm -hmm. sense too. And even that'll so, give a little bit of a warm up to the exercise, or you know, or to the yeah. workout. And then we oh. won't have to worry about people getting injured. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know people aren't cooling down; they're walking out and just going home. You know. Mm hmm. Um. Yeah. So, um, when you mention, I'm like kind of like jumping around here, but like, no, feel free. I, you know, you've had a lot of things to say about strength training, and I know you. Um, I love that. I love that you like put a, such a heavy emphasis on it. So, do you like find that? Like, I guess, like, mainstream magazines more put an emphasis on body weight uh, resistance exercises, like, whatever, um, mm -hmm. kind of hit, like, any, yeah, I guess everything else sure. besides, I guess, mobility. I've never seen that, actually, mm -hmm. to be honest with you. Yeah, I think, um, I think that a lot of whether you're looking at, like, magazines or social media in general, there is a lot of emphasis on stuff like hit. Um, especially that's all which, I say. That's all and I like see pop too. sugar. Like I love them. They're great, but like, don't get me wrong. It's like Tabata or that or like mm -hmm. boxing, like fine, but it's all and like, I, intense. Right. And you know, I think, um, I think that that's really, I, I think about it more from like, let's say you're looking at your favorite, like fitness influencer or whatever it is. Right. Cause I have a lot of friends who will message me like, 
how does she look the way she does? They do the same workouts that she does. But I don't think that these women are showing that, okay, they also spend like an hour in the gym strength training every single day because that doesn't Mm -hmm. look cool. Like it doesn't look cool to show me doing a shoulder press for like, or like an overhead barbell press for four sets. You know what I mean? Like that's not flat, (laughs) not fun. Um, I was just like thinking about that in my head. Like um, there's a lot of other things I'd rather do right now than try to do that. Right. Totally. And I think it's, it's like one of those things that's not fun to show when I can show like a cool burpee tuck jump roll twist thing like that's going to get me more followers it's going to get more people wanting to look at what I'm doing but I just I don't want to say that's lying but it's like you're not showing the whole truth and that I think that really sucks because I think women have this expectation and I told I I did so I know that it's there like I know that a lot of women have an expectation that like I'm just going to do a ton of hit all the time and then naturally when they don't start to see the like body composition results that they're looking for they start to cut Mm -hmm. calories which is Mm -hmm. just going to even ruin their body composition more like more muscles being taken away more fats being added not necessarily added but you know what I mean those levels are are shifting in the way you don't want like I had you to speak to certain people with me sometimes because like I see I do you on I I do you on that like a hundred totally um yes like things take time and like it's very, very hard. I feel like to tell anyone what to do. Like people don't want to be told what to do. So uh-huh. you make recommendations, and when they start getting impatient, it's like you have to act like an entertainment box almost. Maybe. Yes. You know, yes. but like totally. <laughs> and I, I think you kind of just need for me like, because I was on that train. So, like so it's long. just it's you know everyone's a person. It's just a lot. Right. Um. And I think that I was on that train for so long until finally one of my friends um, and like coworkers when I was training clients, um, he was just like, basically gave me like a kick in the pants and said, I'm going to build you a training plan. Um, It's only strength. I want you to do one day of cardio a week and that's it. And that was like my one hit day. And he's like, if you don't see the results that you want within two, three months, if you don't start seeing rather. He's like, I will help you undo everything that we did. And I'm like, all right, fine. Like, I will give you these three months. And if I don't like it, you're going to help me undo everything. Like, what, whatever you do in three months, you can undo in three months, you know? And so, of course, I he had me start, like, deadlifting all the time, heavy squatting, a lot of upper body work, stuff that I didn't want to do. That'll change you real fast if you've never Oh, my done God. Like, like, it, like, it takes, like, five seconds. It totally. doesn't take long. Yeah. And I, and I had always done strength training before, but it's not the same. Like squatting with like 20 pound dumbbells is not the same as squatting with like a barbell and like a big plate on each side. It's totally different. And um, I've always been a deadlift girl. I don't use the barbell cause I have like bad mm-hmm. shoulder mobility or did uh-huh. I use front, I like front rack kettlebells. Cause like that's oh, nice. ridiculous on your abs is a side note. So, so hard on your core. Heavy. Oh my gosh. Uh huh. Just wow. I was like, the first time I did that, I was like, yeah, I'll do just this is what I'm doing today. Totally. Oh my God. And that's another underrated thing is front racking kettlebells and doing anything with them or like a goblet hold. That'll. Right. Or like, you know, like even like a single arm shoulder press with like a 16 kilogram kettlebell. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. That'll do the trick. And that's so good for like your shoulders too. Um, Mm -hmm. It, it just like that range of motion that a kettlebell gives you is really nice. Whereas a barbell is just like a straight bar. So you're kind of restricted within that motion. 
Yeah, and your like, smaller stabilizers have to strengthen to like hold mm-hmm. the free weight in place, you know? So it's, mm-hmm. you're getting strong all around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God, I could geek out about that like all day. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I like, I was excited, like in a weird way. After I got injured, I was actually working at Equinox. I was like, that's where I started my oh, career. Fun. And most trainers there do not run. Like they're, you know, they're very into yeah. the gym. And like, it was kind of cool because like ever I were, I was learning how to like use everything and like, you know, actually like strength train like that, like maybe for a bodybuilder, I'm uh, mm-hmm. not really running centric necessarily, but it was, it was fun. It was like a different kind of just, it was different. So mm-hmm. again, I kind of like it too, which is like, I can't always train like that because, you know, you can't like do everything, but I definitely mm-hmm. want to like, yeah, now, now I miss deadlifting. <laughs> I know. Are you, are you in an apartment right now? This is, yeah, I actually have a mini gym in here that I set up and it's like where I tape everything, but I don't have a, like a barbell. I mean, yeah, I yeah. wish, but like, right. yeah, no. Yeah. I totally, I totally miss the gym. I was, I still haven't been back. Um, like gyms are starting to open back up in Chicago, but since I have like yeah. equipment I need for the most part, I've just been trying to avoid it. Um, yeah. Why not? You know? Definitely. But I, I feel you on that. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to ask you one last question. So we stick to time here. Uh, what, if you had to leave everyone just with anything, it could be advice. It could be something you just want to say. Um, what would it be? Um, about a certain, a specific subject or just in general, just in general, just in general, whatever you want. I think I would say to listen to your coaches, to your trainers, to um, reliable online resources, because I think a lot of the information out there is just noise and it's not getting you towards your goals. It's not going to make you a happier person. Um, And I think that you really need to turn the volume up on the people who have your best interest at heart. Um, especially when it comes to fitness and nutrition and really value their experience and expertise and adhere to it because coaches and trainers aren't there to talk like a broken record, you know? Um, I think that's what uh, I would I think so. I think, yeah, I don't like <laughs> thinking that I am talking like one, but unfortunately I could only control so much, but that's, yeah. Awesome. I love that you said that. And yeah, you know, I mean, I would, I do the same thing. Like when I don't know something, I refer out or tap into other people because, you know, they're use your resources. Exactly. And if you know something and you do it, you better know it and you better do it well. Totally. Um, So that concludes um, this week's episode. Um, Everyone, thank you so much for joining. Boyana, thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Of course. It was a pleasure having you on the show. And stay tuned. Your episode will be up tomorrow afternoon. I'll announce it in my stories. And for everyone interested, uh, all of her information will be up in the episode notes. And other than that, I will see you at the same time, same place next week with a new special guest. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.